the likes of Mustang and Corvette. All right, we're going to take a break here uh, at the top of the hour. On the other side, we're going to go down to Daytona, talk to Doug Feehan, who's down there with another mid-engine Corvette, the C8R, here on Car Radio 910 AM. 910AM Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for $600 with a must-air-within-30-day policy, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566 or email at M-I-K-E-Z at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesday's Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. WFDF Farmington Hills, Detroit, 910 AM Superstation, a division of Adele Media. The views and opinions expressed on any program are those of the producers and or the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 910 AM Superstation or Adele Media. Welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. And if you 
Want to join the conversation here? We're at 313-778-7600. We're talking lots of Corvette here today. Exciting news with the Corvette E-Ray, the first all-wheel drive Corvette, first hybrid Corvette uh, being announced this week. And um, uh, we're continuing to talk Corvette here in the second hour. We're going to be uh, hooking up with Doug Fian. Uh, down in Daytona uh, with the uh, racing Corvette C8R uh, down there. We're going to talk to Jake Drennan, who uh, heads the Corvette registry. Uh, we're interested in hearing from him what owners think about this uh, lineup of Corvettes uh, coming coming their way. Uh, uh, we're hearing now six different models out of the eighth-generation Corvette, whereas in uh, past generations we've gotten four models. So uh, the Consumers uh, must be licking their lips. And then we're going to wind up the hour, talk to uh, Merrill Kane with the Detroit Grand Prix. Um, uh, got uh, some updates uh, about that. We're very excited about the Detroit Grand Prix coming back to the streets of Detroit in 2023. And uh, Merrill is going to give us some updates uh, 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 with the Detroit GP about ticket sales and other goings on around town. But uh, let's uh, talk with Doug Fian here. Uh, 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 former race director uh, for General Motors for their uh, IMSA uh, Corvette mm-hmm. program. And, and uh, Doug, I, I believe, uh, tell, tell me what your proper title is uh, these days. Well, I am currently serving as brand ambassador for Corvette and Corvette Racing. That's a, so you're an ambassador now. That's, that's, uh, that, sounds, uh, that sounds really good. Uh, and you're coming to us from um, Daytona Motor Speedway. I'm sitting in the paddock as we speak. Well, one of my favorite places in the world. Uh, so, Doug, uh, tell tell us what's going on down there. You got uh, the 24-hour coming next weekend. So this right. weekend uh, is the Roar. That's correct. Uh, last year, the Roar actually was a, was a race event. We held a race, uh, and it determined your uh, starting position for the uh, for the actual Rolex 24, and you also garnered points for that. The objective uh, at that point in time was to create an environment where you would be displaying to the sanctioning body your full and true potential of performance. Uh, there have been some, as in any form of motorsports, uh, what we commonly refer to as sandbagging, manufacturers not displaying their true performance level so that they could uh, benefit from a balance of performance change. The thinking was that if we put this in a race that actually had points and uh, qualifying positions attached to it, that there would be perhaps a clearer picture demonstrated of what the true potential was. Um, they've abandoned that program for this year, I think for a couple of different reasons, uh, not the least of which is probably uh, all the work that the prototype people have to do on their new hybrid cars, as well as the chance of competitors in a severely damaging vehicle in in a pre-race race and not being able to compete in the final event. So we're going to regular qualifying, which will take place tomorrow. Yesterday and today we're on track running several different practice sessions. We'll conclude that tonight with the final uh, nighttime uh, practice session. And and these uh, practice sessions are then referred to as the Roar? Yeah, the weekend itself is called the Roar, yes. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and then we go into qualifying 
Uh, tomorrow. Well, qualifying, yeah, qualifying will be tomorrow. And then that concludes the roar, which is the, all the activities surrounded by them this weekend. And I must tell you, you, you can't tell the difference between a regular race and a roar from the fans that are out here. It's crazy the amount of people who have showed up for this. Well, it's, uh, and this race is getting a tremendous amount of publicity uh, uh, because of the prototypes. As you say, you've got uh, all new uh, cars from Porsche, from Cadillac, Acura, and uh, BMW coming in there. They all share a hybrid element to their drivetrain. But otherwise, uh, you got that wonderful Cadillac V8 uh, sound down there. I, I was down there for a test day. I know that sounds awesome, e- echoing off the, the walls of, uh, Daytona, uh, of the Daytona Oval uh, and uh, the uh, V8s in the Porsche and the, and the, and the BMW. It must, it must be a, a wonderful sonic experience, uh, uh, Doug. Well, and any, anybody that's uh, that's a fan of motorsports would really enjoy what's going on here right now. Uh, it's technology at its finest. Uh, obviously, the visceral effect of it, the speeds that are attained, and uh, at the end of the day, we can't ever ever forget the importance of the noise. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, yeah, it's, it's inspiring. It's inspiring. Yeah, it really is. It just gives you goosebumps when these guys roll off uh, the grid as they will in a week. Uh, for the 24 hour, um, uh, and 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 Doug, uh, you know that's uh, th- those hybrids are getting the are getting the headlines, but behind them is a sea of GT cars. I mean, just uh, I, I think I think there's a full field uh, this year. Uh, 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 GTD is uh, where it's at uh, for for these GT cars, and and mm-hmm. Corvette is in there for the first time. When you were uh, running the race program for. Uh, Corvette uh, GTLM was a, a, a separate uh, sort of pro group. Now, now all the GTD car, uh, GT cars, including the the Corvette C8R, are in GTD. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, which are basically, for lack of a better term, our GT3 cars, known globally as GT3. The, the the movement has been long overdue. I mean, I I propose this back in. 2000, when I was on the FIA Sporting Commission, and uh, everybody kind of looked at me as though I I had been drinking beverages before I attended the meeting, telling them that having a universal global GT category would just inspire additional participation, make it simpler for the manufacturers, outlining all the things that eventually over the past 22 years they found out to be true. And lo and behold, now we have a universal GT3 category, which we refer to as GTD here. The only differential is uh, the drivers. There's a GT Pro and then a GTM. But the cars are the same, which is which is really kind of cool. I mean, it makes it it just makes racing better. It's better for everybody. It's more economical. I mean, I can. There's a laundry list of things that we can go on that that, that the uh, the benefits of of having a universal GT category, and and racing in its truest form. For me, obviously, I'm very biased, but uh, you know. GT racing is where racing started, about production-based cars. That's not to take away from the importance of the prototypes because those are really great technology demonstrators, and they're fun to watch and they're exciting to see. But uh, I, I think the, uh, you know, the, the brand relevance that the spectator sees in, in cars that he knows he can go to his dealer and buy, uh, I, I think keeps the fan engaged, at least a lot of fans engaged, and it's, it's fun to watch them. I and mean, we got a bunch of them down here. Well, and, and uh, it's so integral to the – to the uh, production vehicle. I mean, uh, the the Corvette Z06, which is out on the road 
uh, today uh, in customer hands, uh, share, uh, 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 shares the same 5.5 liter high revving V8 uh, that we hear in the GT3 car down there at Daytona. I mean, that was integral. The racing, the racing the car over the last couple of years was in, integral to developing that production power plant. Henry, you couldn't be more correct. When we started this program, proposed the program back in the fall of 1996, the cornerstone of that was what we refer to as technology transfer, which everybody talks about, but not a lot of companies really do. Um, the leadership that Tad Schechter has provided under the C8 development program, which started well over 10 years ago, uh, involved the race team right from the get-go, from a clean sheet of paper. We were there looking at overall body design. We were there looking at aero. We were there looking at suspension. We worked together as a team, the race program and Tad's engineering group, and Tom Peters' design group, the three legs of that stool produced the C8, which is the closest thing you can get to a race car today. Um, but that was the objective of the program 26 years ago, and the C8 was the uh, culmination of all those years of hard work and effort throughout all the other uh, uh, chief engineers at Corvette. So so now, Doug, we're, uh, we're getting a, a hybrid Corvette. The first time we've ever seen a, a all-wheel drive uh, a hybrid Corvette with electric motor up front uh, driving the front wheels, the V8 driving the rear wheels. Um, we, we've seen, and, and, and we've seen, it, it's interesting to me, we've seen a hybrid supercar from Acura, which also competes in the GTD, GT3 space with, uh, with the Corvettes and the Lexus and the uh, BMWs. But when the Acura NSX went racing in IMSA, in GT3 class, it shed its hybrid. It went. It went. It went back to a rear-wheel drive, uh, turbocharged V6 um, layout. Um, uh, talk about that a little bit. It's it, it's difficult to go racing with electrified power plants, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's it's it presents a, a number of unique challenges. Um, all of it, which is not something you can just jump into, okay? You just can't decide, okay, this is what we're going to do. I mean, you have to look at, in, in the most fundamental of forms, you look at the safety aspect of it. You look at what corner workers do in the event of an accident. You know, we're not talking about batteries here that are powering your cell phone. We're talking voltage that's capable of instantaneously uh, electrocuting people. Uh, whether it be drivers or safety workers arriving on the scene or how the car is hooked up and towed. Um, you have the element of, of uh, fire, which is always a primary concern of safety crews. So you have that whole safety aspect of it that you have to work through. And then you have to look at, from a technical standpoint, and this is what these guys in prototypes are, are learning while they're down here and what they learned in the last six months, is how you actually apply the electric power. When does it come on? I mean, does it just come on in the straightaways? Are you using it in the corners uh, I mean it's and and the connection between the the, the, the physical combu internal combustion power plant and and the electronics how do those two integrate seamlessly to really improve performance I mean it's a it's a huge challenge I mean a huge technical challenge and and it's kind of cool seeing racing 
more or less leading the way, um, both from a safety perspective and from a performance perspective. Racing plays a huge role in today's world. When you look at all the elements that we seek, all the performance elements we seek in a race car, it's the same thing we're looking for in production cars. We're looking for better aerodynamics. We're, we're looking for better fuel economy. We're looking for new, lighter, and stronger materials. I mean, all the things that we look for in racing are now the things that we're looking for in production cars. So they're not that far apart anymore. Yeah, and I, and I think that's one of the fascinating things about watching the two GM race teams down there. Uh, you'll, you'll, have, you'll have the Cadillac uh, LMDH car down there uh, with, the, with this first hybrid system in mm-hmm. IMSA, testing that, it, it's complicated, as you say. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> bringing in that kind of voltage into a race car is very tricky. And then uh, over in the Corvette uh, paddock, you'll, you'll essentially have the race version of the Z06 uh, racing, uh, uh, yep. a pure internal combustion engine, and uh, and racing against the likes of the Acura NSX, which is not a hybrid in that uh, right. uh, in that series. So, do you do you see the GT3 class uh, remaining um, uh, internal combustion engine only for a while? I do. Yes, I think that I think that'll be the case for a while. Um, I, I think you know the, the the learnings. You don't have to have all the categories subscribe to one formula. All right. When, when you look at the technical learnings, I think it makes a huge amount of sense to have the prototypes lead the way on on developing what we're going to be doing with electrification and racing. And so, for the next, I would say at least probably for the next five years, we're going to probably see GT cars be sticking with uh, with just internal combustion engines. Uh, and 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 you look at like I said, there's still so much to learn. All right, when you go racing, because there's a continuous development, especially in materials, fuel economy, and in fuels themselves. Porsche has been working on a on a non-petroleum based fuel for internal combustion engines. They're very close to having something. So there's just it's amazing the science that's 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 going in here, and, and that and the the time it takes from when we develop it in racing until when you see it in a production car has been dramatically reduced. That window is really close now. We're able to validate stuff here, and in two or three years, you're seeing it on the road. Uh, that's 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 really important. That's really a, a, a return on investment when you look at what manufacturers spend in racing. Yeah, no, it's, it's great stuff. A lot going on uh, down at Daytona. Uh, this weekend and next. Uh, Doug, good luck to you guys down there. Uh, uh, look forward to uh, talking to you again soon. Henry, it's always fun. It's great to, to, to be around people who love automobiles. And, and I can tell you this, that myself and speaking on behalf of GM, to have uh, people like yourselves out there waving the flag, uh, doing what you do at the Detroit News, doing what you do on your podcast, keeping interest in the transportation of, of, uh, of ourselves here is, is just it's great to be part of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Doug, have a great weekend. Thank you. Look forward to speaking to you again, Henry. You take care. All right. We're going to take a break here on 9:10 a.m. The Superstation. On the other side, we're going to be talking more Corvette with Jake Drennan of the Corvette Registry. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. 
Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. Everyone knows 910 AM Superstation is the voice of Detroit. Take the voices of 910 AM with you wherever you go with our mobile app. Watch the 910 AM live stream. Never miss a beat with current events on social media. And you can always listen again using our 910 AM replay feature. Download the 910 AM Superstation app today on your mobile device by visiting the App Store on your Android or Apple device. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special. 100 spots for $600. This offer is for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z. For more information at 248-357-4566. 248-357-4566. Or email at M-I-K-E-Z at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. If great programming and pure excitement is what you want, 910 AM is what you need. I'm Henry Payne. You are on car radio. We're joined by Rob Warner, one of the best auto journalists out. Fundamentally, you're just trying to get to the limit of the tire. You're just looking for that limit, and you just do your best to find it. I'm racing for 2000. Joined by Tom Kane. A quick car. Two of the best bags in the park. The best car radio show in all of Michigan. And we got a great show for you today. On 910 AM Superstation. Riding along in my all right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. We're just talking with Doug Fian, who is the brand ambassador for Corvette Racing and uh, a former race director. Uh, for that very successful Corvette race program. He's down in Daytona. Our next guest, Jake Drennan, who uh, uh, is head of the National Corvette Registry, I think is also in Florida. Jake, you down there in warm weather? Yes, sir. Thank you, Henry, for having us. It's about 78 degrees. We're in central Florida, right by the Space Center. So 
So we get a chance to watch uh, rockets go up about every other week, and then we get a chance to drive our Corvettes, which are just about equivalent. <laughs> rockets in the sky, rockets on the road. Um, we love it. And, uh, and uh, uh, Jake, you, do you uh, uh, plan on heading over to Daytona sometime in the next week? Oh, absolutely. Uh, no one misses the 24 hours of Daytona. We have a lot of uh, uh, Porsche friends that need to uh, be tamed a little bit, so we like to go over there and show them what we're made of. And uh, year after year, we've been very successful at Daytona, and uh, you having Feehan on, uh, I tell you, uh, nobody's a better ambassador for Corvette racing than Doug Feehan. Nobody's a better mentor for Corvette racing for the many years that he's been involved. And uh, uh, I, I didn't have a chance to hear the show earlier, but I would imagine Feehan always has these uh, great lines. So uh, I would always kind of count him, Henry, as a little bit of a comedian. So I'm sure it was an interesting uh, time with him earlier. <laughs> yeah, he's a, uh, he's a good man. Always enjoy talking to him. And he's uh, got so much global experience uh, with this brand, oh. having yeah taken it over to uh, France, winning the 24 hours uh, of Le Mans, uh, been all been all over the globe. Yeah, couldn't be a better brand ambassador. Uh, uh, Jake, during the uh, break, you uh, remind us this is our uh, 100th broadcast here on Car Radio, and uh, which congratulations, I, I... <laughs> congratulations, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 100th uh, anniversary picture, uh, anniversary show, and uh, I'm sure your 100 million listeners around the world are sitting there going, wow, 100 already? It goes so quickly. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate your pointing that out. i uh, got to hire you and do be a brand ambassador for Car Radio. I, I, uh, I never think of what episode we're on until I... Uh, until I write it up in the podcast on Monday, and it, it indeed will be podcast 100. It's uh, show number 100. So exciting to have you on the 100th program. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. It's an honor to be here. Uh, we have had uh, so much love and enjoyment of our Corvettes. Uh, we have uh, the C5, C6, C7, C8 registry now, uh, world's largest Corvette registry around the world with over 8,500 members. Henry, and uh, I know we put it out on our uh, websites and our, our uh, Twitter the other day, and hopefully a lot of them are listening around the world today. And uh, they love Corvettes, and they really enjoy them. And, uh, of course, as you know, uh, our newest hybrid uh, is getting quite a bit of attention. Yeah, and, it, and it's been fascinating, uh, Jake, to talk to you through, throughout this process. Uh, at the Detroit News, we were one of the first uh, publications to report that there was a mid-engine Corvette coming way back in 2016, and I've uh, kept in touch with you uh, throughout that process. Um, and and uh, the introduction then uh, ultimately of the, of the C8 in 2000, for the two, 2020 model year, been an off-the-charts uh, success and now here come the uh, the variants. But this E-Ray is something new. Uh, this is the first time uh, yeah. that, as you say, Corvette has done a hybrid. First time that Corvette has done an all-wheel drive model. Uh, I mean, this is this is different territory uh, for Corvette than the usual performance uh, models, Grand Sport Z06, ZR1. What do you think? Well, no, I agree. And uh, I was uh, been talking to quite a few. Uh, key members around uh, the country in the last couple of days since we spoke, and uh, I had a chance to get their take on it. And I, I think the most exciting point, Henry, that I want to bring out is that what they almost every one of them told me at first, all-wheel drive. 
all-wheel drive. I mean, I'm going, okay, that's the part they're really jumping on. They know now they'll have the power they need to keep everything planted and get on with it. Uh, and especially with the, I think you told me a little bit more about how it actually operates, that the electric motors will kick in at first uh, and really give it the power it needs to stay planted and get on with it. Yeah, and, and, and when you're dealing with this kind of horsepower, I mean, every generation of uh, Corvette gets more power. And, of course, that was another big reason that uh, the Corvette engineers wanted to go to a mid-engine layout. Is you, can, you can put the power down when you have that weight over the back axle uh, as opposed Correct. to over the front. So the engineers have, have wanted to do the, this mid-engine model for so long. But it also opens up that front end. Uh, so you can do all-wheel drive, and then you get even more grip. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this this thing is quick. Well, I promised a couple of our members that I would ask you a question, since you were the one that had a chance to actually ride in our, our, our brand-new E-Ray the other day. Uh, is the frunk, that's one of the things they wanted to know, is the frunk pretty much eliminated with the electric motors? It is totally intact, and uh, that's one of the... Wow. Really wow. interesting things. Yeah, when, when I was uh, saw the car uh, 10 day, days ago for the first time up in Milford, and I'm um, walking around the car with Taz Jupiter, the chief engineer, and that's one of the first things. He said, Henry, you've got you to look under the front bonnet. We, we did not compromise the uh, front trunk, and that's, and that's big, as you say, to owners. I mean, owners prize the fact that they got cargo in this supercar. Exactly right. I, I everyone was kind of wondering because the articles really haven't addressed it. Maybe yours has. I haven't had to see it all. Yeah. But the articles hadn't addressed it. If the front is still intact or gone or or uh, barely usable, you know, maybe for a six pack. No, excuse me, a sodas in there. That's it. Yeah. Well, and and, and it's interesting that uh, your colleagues have have already become so used to that idea of a of a front. I mean, that's it's something that other. Yeah. Uh, you know, rear engine cars have, have made use of. Porsche has done it. Uh, McLaren. You, you, you get used to, used to it real quick. And it was interesting right. in talking to Taz Jupiter that it was very important to them uh, that, that that frunk uh, remain in its full capacity. And so the, the, the motor is very small. The motor packaging is very small. And then they actually redesigned the front suspension uh, in, in order to accommodate that front, front trunk, do you, do you? So you, when wow. you talk to owners, wow. they they're they're using that. Or are they also putting uh, golf clubs in the back? Mostly, uh, you know, Henry. Over the years uh, with the new C8, most people are telling me as they drive them for periods of time and, and distances, the back gets pretty hot. Uh, and the exhaust system on the Z06 is right in the middle, so it'll be interesting to see if that changes anything. But uh, most people are using the frunk for things that they don't want to maybe, like if their wife is riding with them, the makeup and things like that, they'll put that up in the front. Uh, so that, that's the story that I've been getting. Uh, the one I have, I don't drive it far enough to find out how hot the back is, other than the performance factor. So uh, that's <laughs> can't answer you on that one exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've uh, I've driven uh, mid-engine uh, supercars for years, and I and I and I love that right. front, particularly for groceries. Like you say, you know, you get uh, groceries, you don't want to get them so hot in the back, and uh, so right. you you put them up front. And 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 Jake, I mean that that's a big attraction to Corvette, isn't it? I mean, we're always talking about. 
the uh, the the dollar value. You know, this is a sixty thousand dollar car doing similar things to two hundred thousand dollar Ferraris and and uh, Lamborghinis. But uh, but people really do use their Corvettes as daily drivers, don't they? Absolutely, and uh, you know it's funny. Uh, just today, I was getting ready uh, to talk with you, and I'm at a red light, and I'm not sure where they were heading, but three three C8s right in front of me uh, were heading uh, out of the, my area here in, in Merritt Island, and uh, it was interesting to see that and a black one, a red one, and a, and a and a yellow one. So I'm going, well, there's a multicolor group going uh, out, and they were it looked like they were heading out to enjoy their day. And today it's beautiful here in Florida, so. No offense to your listeners up there, but they ought to jump on a plane and get down here as soon as possible. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, that, 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 and that's another reason you put all-wheel drive in a Corvette, is uh, so that you yeah. can continue to use it in the in the winter months. When I, I was in the right-hand seat out here at Milford, it was 35 degrees outside, Jake, and we're, and we're doing, wow. yeah, we're doing wow. sub, sub three seconds, zero to 60s in this thing. <laughs> I, I'm just waiting. I can't wait to... Get someone who has one to try that out. That has got to be a tremendous feeling, Henry. I just, I just sit there going, man, you are the luckiest guy in the world. Next to it, maybe going off in a shuttle or something. Other than that, <laughs> yeah, the, the the luckiest guy was the was Aaron Link, who was next to me, who, who was actually driving the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, really, <laughs> real, really, uh, really fun to to drive these cars. I mean, uh, Jake, hold, hold on there. We're going to take a break here and hear from our advertisers. On the other side, we're going to continue. Continue to talk mid-engine Corvettes with Jake Drennan. You're on Car Radio 910 AM. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside a balance of nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. 910 AM Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for $600 with a must-air-within-30-day policy. And we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566 or email at M-I-K-E-Z at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesday's Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. 
Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 910, the Super Station, the oldest radio station in town since 1922. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. Around 9, 10 a.m., we're talking to Jake Drennan, who is the head of the Corvette Registry. Uh, about 8,500 members uh, in the Corvette Registry uh, covering uh, front-engine and mid-engine Corvettes. We're talking in particular about mid-engine vets. And, and Jake, when you when you head up to a racetrack like Daytona for a, an event like the 24-hour coming uh, this week, um, I assume uh, the Corvette guys got a got a paddock of cars. You you guys all congregate yes. there. Yes, we uh, have a what we refer to as a Corvette Corral, uh, and it's been very nice that General Motors has been really heavily involved. Uh, Jim Campbell and his team from Cor- from racing, and and of course the divisional uh, engineers that do this for us. But they get involved, have a corral set up with Daytona. I think it's up to about 250 Corvettes are allowed in uh, because of constraints of, of in, inside the field there. And the nice thing about it is it gives us an opportunity, number one, to be close and, and be able to go over to the pits. But number two, it allows us to always give us a chance to go out on the track, and we get to drive the Daytona uh, 24-hour track, the oval and, and the inside track, uh, usually a couple of laps just before uh, a day or so before the race begins. So it's a special treat to everyone who has a Corvette of any kind, uh, and it's a great moment there. And, uh, of course, the speeds, uh, uh, we have to, of course, follow the pace car, but uh, sometimes you can get going pretty good, Henry. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that, that place is uh, spectacular. I've, I've had the uh, good fortune to race there twice, uh, in my yeah, in my uh, race cars and and uh, and Jake, you know, nothing prepares you for a thirty degree uh, banking. You get out on that thing, and it's just a wall of asphalt in front of you. You have to you have to look out the the, the left window just to see where you're going, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. We don't get that high up, unfortunately. I wish we could, but we don't ever get that high up. I have been there with a different race uh, group one time and got to get up high, but you're exactly right, sir. It's a, it's an experience like no one will ever have, and, and uh, my hat's off to all the racers uh, that can you know, do that all the time and can do it lap after lap, more importantly. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's an amazing, amazing place. Uh, it, it's actually weird. I was, uh, one year we were racing there, and uh, our, our session 
was at 5 o'clock, and you come off the uh, turn three, the last banking, onto the uh, onto the main straight, and the sun is right there at 5 o'clock, just, just oh. blind you. I mean, I, oh. I just thought, I don't know how oh. these 24-hour guys do it at 200 miles an hour. Right. But uh, they're 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 pros. They're they're special athletes. So um, they really are. Yeah. So that that's uh, yeah that's uh, that sounds really cool. And and uh, and and you guys uh, and you guys must be the loudest uh, paddock in the place cheering on the C8R. Absolutely. And uh, you know, once again, those uh, Crest boys down the street from Germany, they like to think that they've uh, got things under control. But uh, lately, that hadn't been the case. So uh, there are about. Uh, Oh, a quarter of a mile away from us. So there's a lot of jarring that goes on back and forth. I can assure you, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, I I, I love Jake that um, that Corvette appears to be taking a page out of Porsche's book, which which is uh, Porsche has always uh, done performance variants, but they also have done all wheel drive models and and uh, yes. uh, the the Carrera the Carrera S the uh, the the Targa 4S uh, these vehicles appeal to the daily driver and and uh, uh, is is there are you hearing buzz among the Corvette folks that uh, in addition to this all wheel drive uh, Corvette. Uh, that uh, it looks like we're going to get a Corvette SUV coming soon, too. Uh, you know, that, that's that been talked about, and I guess you might have more insight on that than I. I. I would say that the members that I've spoken with, that doesn't come up, Henry, seriously in a conversation. Uh, uh, the biggest thing on this, on our new one here, our E-Ray, uh, is it's, a, what, seven $7,000, I read, less than the Z06. Yeah. Uh, I had two of the members I spoke to last week said, I don't need a Z06 when I can get an all-wheel drive for $7,000 less that's faster than it. Well, it may not actually be faster than it, but it'll feel like it anyways. But, you know, I, I really think this E-Ray is going to dive into some Z06 sales. I know that's not the question you're asking me, but I really believe that uh, I'm surprised that it's less. Uh, with more uh, more goodies in it, and uh, and yet it'll look like a Z06. So there's a couple things there that I'm hearing in that respect. No, it hadn't really come up anything about the uh, multi door or or anything like that at this stage of the game. Yeah, no, I I think the uh, the all wheel drive certainly plays into that idea, though. I mean, to your point, uh, oh, this, this is going to be. I mean, it's going to be uh, incredibly quick. I mean, it's just a just a tick. Quicker zero to sixty than the zero six two point five as opposed to two point six, uh, but yeah, that gives it that gives it cred, and then um, as an all wheel driver, uh, it, it it opens up I think a, a new customer. Um, it'll be interesting to see if it expands the brand. I bet it does. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, you got you got folks out there shelling out one hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand dollars for all wheel drive Porsches. Now you got an all wheel drive exactly. Corvette. Um, and and the, and uh, and that came up. They kept saying about the Porsches guys. Now we got one. Now we got one. And that was uh, that was important. Uh, I know they want to take those guys on. They like to do it that way. And I think that's exactly right. I'll tell you another thing, Henry, that I want to make sure I mention before we go. Uh, one of my younger Corvette owners, he's about 35, uh, and, uh, and, and he's got a little family and all that. And he says, i got to have an E-Ray just so after I've been out racing, I can come home and not wake up the kids. I can put it in stealth mode and creep in for the last couple of miles, and no one will know. I, nobody will hear me. 
<laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, the the uh, stealth mode. We we uh, when I was driving around with uh, Aaron Link up there in Milford in the E Ray, and he he put it uh, he put it into uh, stealth mode, and uh, yeah, it's all electric motor up to forty five miles an hour, and uh, did all you hear is a little motor whine. And uh, you can you can yeah sneak up on people and then switch it back to normal mode and scare them with the V8. <laughs> I got it. I got it. And, and uh, launch mode literally is launch mode. No question about it in the Corvette. It, it will be fabulous. And uh, I just know that this is going to be a huge win for Corvette. They know it. Uh, I'm excited about it. The pricing, I believe, is excellent. Uh, the other thing I want to mention, Henry, is that I really believe this is the year that convertibles convertibles will take over uh number one over coupes uh we've seen them creeping up creeping up creeping up i think since 1968 is the last year that a convertibles were more than the coupes but i'm telling you people are wanting convertible people love the convertible it gives them everything they need and and i promise you i think this is the year henry we're going to have more convertibles than we have coupes yeah, that makes uh, that makes a lot of sense, uh, the, and and that hardtop uh, uh, convertible is is so beautiful and so seamless on this car. Again, this is technology. I don't think you can get another hardtop uh, uh, convertible supercar for less than two hundred fifty thousand dollars in this market, Jake. No, I agree. No, I'm not that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to ride in one. That's the best part, Henry. That's a, you got to, you're, you know, you're our hero right now, buddy. <laughs> that's a, that's a good day at the office. Well, Jake, uh, appreciate your, appreciate your joining us. Uh, as always, uh, have fun up in, in Daytona and, uh, and, and we'll be, we'll be rooting on the Corvette team. Go Corvette. Thank you, sir. All right, that's Jake Drennan. He is the head of the National Corvette Registry, and uh, uh, and and really, you know, interesting things going on uh, with these performance brands these days. Um, you got Mustang obviously going as a sub-brand of Ford, expanding into uh, SUVs, uh, and and now Corvette. We're told uh, we're told by uh, good reporting by Car and Driver that they're thinking the same thing, a sub-brand, so that people uh, can will, will eventually have. A look at a uh, Corvette sedan or an SUV they can put in their garage right next to a Corvette C8. So lots and lots uh, more news to come uh, from Corvette. Uh, interesting times. Interesting times also with the Detroit Grand Prix, which is coming uh, back downtown. We have Merrill Kane, who is the communications director for the Detroit Grand Prix, uh, joining us. Merrill, how are you? I'm great. Uh, good to hear from you, and yeah, we're excited. Uh, new new logo, new branding for the Grand Prix we unveiled yesterday, and tickets for the 2023 race, which is June 2nd through the 4th, are go on sale on Monday. So all is uh, all is moving forward. We're ready to bring the event back downtown uh, to its original home in the streets of Detroit. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. The, the, the things really get moving now, uh, uh, don't they, Merrill? With this, uh, with the uh, tickets going on sale on Monday. Yeah, it, it starts to, to really feel like it's uh, getting close to race time. You know, of course, the, the cars are, are hitting the track, uh, you know, kind of for the first time in 2023 with the uh, roar before the 24 this weekend in Daytona and, and next weekend being the Rolex 24. And once racing season, you know, takes the green flag, it's it's certainly not long before, you know, we hear, uh, hear cars back here in the streets of Detroit and we're, 
really, really excited to bring the event back home. You know, it started in 1982 as a Formula One race and transitioned to an IndyCar race in the 90s and then moved to Ohio in 1992, and this will be the first race that we will host on the streets of downtown since 1991. It's been a long time, but we're really excited to bring it back, and there's just going to be a lot of energy, a lot of excitement, and a lot of opportunities for for people to, to see these awesome cars and the incredible drivers up close and personal and just have a great, great weekend in Detroit. Yeah, no, I, I and, and there's there's so much buzz already. Uh, uh, as I talk to people uh, who follow the Grand Prix, uh, I think uh, I, I know you. Pre-sales have been uh, through the roof, and uh, as these sale as these tickets go on sale Monday, uh, there's there's just so much anticipation for this event. Uh, Merrill, hang on, we're going to uh, hear from our sponsors here, and uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to keep talking with Merrill Kane with the Detroit Grand Prix. You're on nine ten a.m. The Superstation. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy. For months and months and months, I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, and, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499-800-683-9499. Everyone knows 910 AM Superstation is the voice of Detroit. Take the voices of 910 AM with you wherever you go with our mobile app. Watch the 910 AM live stream. Never miss a beat with current events on social media. And you can always listen again using our 910 AM replay feature. Download the 910 AM Superstation app today on your mobile device by visiting the App Store on your Android or Apple device. 
Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need the Word Network. The 910 AM live stream can now be seen on Apple TV, Roku, Chromecast, YouTube Red, iPhone, iPad, Android phone, Android tablet, Amazon Kindle Fire, any Windows phone. Watch us live at 910amsuperstation.com. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM. The Superstation, we're talking to Merrill Kane, the Director of Communications for the Detroit Grand Prix, with tickets for the Grand Prix going on sale on Monday. Uh, and the countdown begins to the June 2 through 4 uh, race as it uh, comes back downtown uh, here in Detroit. And, and Merrill, we've been talking a lot about uh, Corvette on this show today uh, with the new Corvette E-Ray uh, model coming into the market. The um, the IMSA guys will bypass the Detroit Grand Prix this year, right? Is a conflict with Le Mans? Yeah, Henry, so we're not going to have the, as in previous years, not have the IMSA Mother Tech Sports Car Championship with us because, yeah, it's a conflict with uh, Le Mans. It's a pretty big year uh, with the, you know, celebrating the centennial Le Mans. Uh, so that there's a bit of a conflict there, but we are still going to have IMSA and still have sports cars with us at the Grand Prix. Uh, for the first time, we're going to have the Michigan Michelin Pilot Challenge uh, that's going to be racing with us, which includes a number of different manufacturers, BMWs and Camaros and, uh, and Mercedes. So we'll be excited to have them uh, with us on the streets of Detroit. It's going to be kind of a theme of a sports car Saturday uh, on June 3rd as part of race weekend. Of course, we'll have the NTT IndyCar Series racing on Sunday, and uh, all the cars are going to be practicing on Friday. And then Saturday's theme is going to be kind of sports car Saturday with the Pilot Challenge car. Again, for the Trans Am Series presented by Pirelli, and that's uh, we're excited to have them back with us as well. It's been a few years since they raced in Detroit on Belle Isle, but then uh, it's always been kind of a tradition with Trans Am racing on the streets. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be uh, some tremendous uh, uh, competition. The Pilot Challenge is uh, one of my yep. favorite uh, GT series. I mean, you, yeah, you see those uh, exotic cars out there and racing trim going at it, and, and, and they make a great sound, too. They do. They do. Uh, you know, those, those cars are exciting. And, and, again, first time the lab in Detroit, uh, we're also excited to have Van back, you know, with, uh, with him joining us for two races on race weekend, Saturday and Sunday. For many years, it was kind of the Super Bowl of Detroit, and uh, we're excited to bring them back. I know they're excited to be back, and, and everybody loves a little Detroit muscle, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's a, uh, that, that's a uh, race you'll be able to feel as, as well as here. I mean, the, the ground is going to shake with those Trans Am uh, guys out there. Those are, those are exciting cars. Uh, uh, Merrill, the, the, um, uh, there's a lot of preparation that goes into a street course. You guys have been out on the island on Belle Isle for some time. Uh, now as you move uh, downtown, 
uh, there's there's a lot of uh, we've we've seen the construction uh, going on downtown as as you guys put to, uh, put things together. Uh, that that's a challenge, isn't it? Uh, uh, putting together a dual pit lane, uh, uh, putting in place uh, the proper pavement for for a racetrack. Uh, right in the middle of town. Talk, talk about what you guys have been, been up to. Yeah, there's been a lot of movement, and, and to the credit of you know, all of the partners that kind of got together, we work with General Motors, who, who has part of the property around uh, the Renston there, uh, that will can you know will make up the race course along with the city and along with the state, and, and you know our folks uh, have certainly been pushing uh, the envelope to try to get as much done as we can here before the spring, uh, and a lot of work was done in the fall. Uh, and is still going on on Atwater, you know, behind the Red Center, which can be the backstretch right along the Detroit River. So 1.7-mile streets for getting nine turns. You know, it's going to go down Jefferson Avenue with a long, you know, 0.7-mile straightaway going into a, a really wide hairpin turn right past the Joe Lewis statue and then coming back up Jefferson down Bates and back behind uh, uh, the Red Center along Atwater. Um, and you mentioned it had made the dual pit lane. It's, Constructing the parking lot areas there right before we're barred on uh, St. Antoine, and, and we're really, really excited about that. There's going to be a lot of action there. And, you know, we've never been done in racing or two sides of the pit lane could have been right or could have been left. So uh, we felt we really needed to make sure we had a lot of that work done ahead of time. So we're excited to get that done. Again, trying to wrap up everything on that water. And, you know, the other, the other thing is, it benefits the city is these roads, a lot of these roads, you know, needed some work, right? Whether it was bad hole covers or whether it was potholes, we discovered a sinkhole in one of the areas that we're working on and part of the course as well. So, uh, you know, the roads are better around the run and certainly around Jefferson Avenue as a result of the, of the race. And uh, and I think we're going to continue to, to make sure that we're, we're doing our part to make this a, a great track and a great street for all of us to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, and you get to enthusiasts like me who, uh, who who just like to drive around the course on a weekday and and, uh, and imagine we're a, in, in an Indy car. I mean, it really is an exciting lap. Uh, uh, we're hearing uh, from uh, Joseph Newgarden, who's been here and looked at the course. Uh, um, uh, uh, Will Power, who's looked at the course, that they're, they're going to be doing sub one minute uh, lap times. So uh, uh, fans are going to see a lot of laps. Uh, in this race, uh, as as the cars go by, hitting 180 miles an hour on Jefferson, as as people uh, look to buy tickets here, uh, as they go on sale on Monday, what what are the um, what are the seating opportunities for folks? Where, where can they uh, where, where 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 can they uh, best watch the cars? Yeah, I appreciate you asking that. You know, Henry. Uh, you know, there's a lot of opportunities there. Number one, uh, half of the course, more than half the course, is going to be able to free from the entire footprint there, you know, areas like uh, the, the Spirit Plaza and Heart Plaza and the, the riverfront um, and, and those areas that people are used to visiting uh, on, a, on a regular, you know, summer weekend are, are going to be open and active and you'll get to see parts of the race and fan activation areas. Our fan zone is going to be in Heart Plaza, Victory Circle on the on Riverwalk Plaza there right by the Renson. But, uh, there'll be viewing stands that'll be open and available for free along Jefferson Avenue, but the, the ticketed areas the fans will need to get uh, tickets to are kind of the grandstands, the, the grandstand reserved seating, and, and there'll be a number of those. Uh, you know, whether it's, it's along the, the pit lane and dual pit lane, uh, coming down off of that water, or, you know, there'll be a number of grandstands, probably about four of them, I think, are going to be right in that wide hairpin turn area. 
turn three coming off the lawn straightaway on Jefferson, kind of right where the lodge uh, uh, expressway is now, the, the entrance to the lodge. There'll be grandstands right there set up on the roadways. And then along right in front of our plaza coming through that hairpin turn um, will be some great places to watch the race. But we also got a, you know, a cool thing we're doing. I think a lot of people have great memories of when the Grand Prix was downtown and, you know, being on the rooftop decks and looking down and, and seeing all the, the action going on down in the streets and the, the viewing areas up there. So we opened up the, the center garage area, what we're calling our rooftop, uh, presented by the Piston Group. That's going to be on the top of their uh, uh, garage there, the center garage, right, right overlooking the waterfront and, and one of the turns. So people can come up there. It's got a party atmosphere up there and, uh, I think that's one of the things that we're looking forward to hosting people besides just the grandstand areas. But you know, single-day tickets start as low as $40 on Saturday, $50 on Sunday. And for the entertainment and the viewing that you're going to get, racing all weekend long and all the access to all the fan, fan stuff going on in, in the Square Plaza and the Heart Plaza, the music that we're going to have, free entertainment, live entertainment. It's going to be it's going to be a great weekend to be in Detroit. Yeah, it's uh... – <laughs> As like I say, there's already a buzz about this coming. Uh, folks are in building downtown. I was uh, with some buddies uh, downtown in a building across the street from the uh, Rensen, and uh, they're already uh, planning parties for this event. Uh, it's going to be uh, a lot of excitement and great racing down there. Merrill, uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, and tell tell folks where to go online to uh, get tickets. Yeah, tickets will go on sale to everyone. As you said, we've had some pre-sales stuff going on in the last couple of weeks here, Henry, and we've had great results. We're about 75% ahead of where we've been in previous years, so we expect tickets to go fast. But starting 8 a.m. on Monday morning, DetroitGP.com, folks can get tickets. Uh, plenty of opportunities there to look through and, and, and get whatever seats that they want to try to secure for the weekend. So we encourage people to, to log on quickly and get in there at DetroitGP.com. Starting on Monday morning, we'll see everybody June 2nd through the 4th. Fantastic. Thanks, Merrill. Have a great weekend. You too, honey. Thank you. All right. That will do it for us today here on Car Radio. Great program. Thanks to all our guests. Uh, We will be back.